Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to the Biggie Sports Talk. It's just me, like, in here today. Uh, but today, I'm going to be sharing with you guys uh, my Mock Draft 3.0. This is going to be a two-round Mock Draft, so first and second. And uh, we'll get started here just a little bit. Uh, it's going to be two parts, but... Got some good news for you guys. Uh, I will. I just have received that I am going to have Brody on the show or the podcast sometime here coming up uh, after the draft. We're just going to talk about what, like, our opinion on the draft and what we think about those picks. And then I'll also have uh, some others on the show, such as Ryan Fine and, and Dustin Chapman. Hopefully, they can join in and share their opinions on the draft and. Occasionally, sometime when we're heading into the summer here, just get some early season projections. And sometime I will also uh, be talking with uh, uh, season projections and also fantasy as well. Fantasy is another thing that I'm going to try and cover. Uh, and especially like players that you like top five positions, like you players you should draft in the uh, fantasy. So there's that. And then uh, I'm also thinking about. Uh, I have been getting a lot into MLB, and I really think that I'm going to start making some Royals because I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you know. KC Royals as well, so I'm going to try and make some uh, oh, uh, uh, Royals or MLB or baseball type of podcast. So, yeah, that's what's going to head up here in the next few months or weeks, I guess you could say. And then I will have my own individual uh mock or draft reaction technically so let's get started guys um with the first pick the jacksonville jaguars select easily trevor lawrence quarterback out of clemson uh it's been like this i'm pretty sure in every single one of my mock drafts that i have created i've created over at least 50 mock drafts and in every single one of them he has been the first pick yeah occasionally i will joke around but like i don't know kyle trask there <laughs> but it it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence, you guys. You guys know that. Then with the second pick, uh, Zach Wilson easily going to the Jets. Uh, well, I wouldn't. Say, I shouldn't say easily. Uh, there is still a little discussion about Justin Fields going there. Honestly, if I were the Jets, I would select Justin Fields because I just, in my opinion, Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold are like the same exact people. Uh, they they. Like, are like in college, they were in similar offenses with USC and BYU, and they just, they throw the same, they run the offense the same, they run the same, they just, they're like, I feel like they're, like, that's who I can compare Zach Wilson to, either him or Mahomes, so it's either Zach Wilson is going to be very good with the Jets and get them somewhere, or he's just going to be another Sam Darnold, so... Uh, Fields, I think, which should go there, but I know it's going to be Zach Wilson, but the reason why I think Fields is just because he's a running quarterback. He will fit, or I shouldn't say fit. He will, I think, will be a better fit than your traditional pocket passer in the New York Jets offense. Just because, I mean, this that traditional passing offense hasn't really been working the past few years, so why not try something new with a new coach, new general manager, new knew everything, basically, and try that with a new running offense. Um, and then with the third pick, um, in, my in my previous mock draft, I might have selected Fields. I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm selecting Justin Fields here to go to the 49ers quarterback from Ohio State. Uh, there is still discussion about uh, Mac Jones here. I wouldn't be surprised if it's either one of them two. 
Jones or Fields. Uh, Trey Lance is still in the discussion, but I feel like uh, he's been kind of falling out of Shanahan's, you know, like uh, board. He's fallen down. So I really think it's going to be uh, either of the two. It's a pretty tough decision here, but I just feel, feel like Fields actually would be would do pretty well in that 49ers offense. They do, and they do rely heavily on both running and uh, passing. I mean, you got Kittle, Ayuk, and uh, Samuel at your receivers, and then you got, I mean, not, I mean, you have tier two to three running backs with Raheem Mostert, uh, Tevin Coleman, and uh, oh, all the others. I couldn't, I could. It would take me a while to name all of them, <laughs> but uh, Fields, he, I, he just. I just feel like he's the way to go, and I'm not going to really talk much more on him. Um, with the fourth pick, I have the uh, Atlanta Falcons. This might surprise you guys, but as the drafts, like ha- how this off season has been moving along, I really think that it's going to be Kyle Pitts going to the Falcons. That's right, you heard me. Uh, Kyle Pitts is going to the Falcons. Uh, I just feel like Pitts, in my opinion, is the best player in the draft. I know you probably are thinking right now, what, Eli, are you crazy? Trevor Lawrence is easily. I just feel like you you always can get good quarterbacks out of the draft. I mean, uh, Mahomes coming out of the draft was amazing. Uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, etc. Uh, yes, uh, he is the most like highly rated quarterback to come out of college since like a uh, like John Elway, Peyton Manning, and uh, oh, what's the old Broncos quarterback? Ugh, golly, the old Florida quarterback. Golly, I can't think of his name. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. Uh, I'll come to it later, but it'll come to my mind. But uh, yeah, Pitts. He's just that guy. He's gonna he's gonna be really good in the NFL, he's best, like, tight end prospect, like, of all time, maybe behind Aaron Hernandez, but, uh, I feel like he's just too good to pass up, I mean, if either of the first three teams didn't need a quarterback, they could easily take a tight end, I mean, besides, I guess, the Niners, but, I mean, like, I, I know that the Bengals would want Pitts to go there, but I honestly think that they're probably happy that Pitts is going to, uh, the Falcons, that way it kind of narrows their choice because it would be a really tough decision between Panay Sewell, Kyle Pitts, and, uh, oh, Jamar Chase for them. But, yeah, Kyle Pitts, he's going to Atlanta. He'll be a great fit in that offense, and uh, you can always get uh, defense in the second round. And with the fifth pick, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, they're going to select Panay Sewell. Uh, it's been like this for a while for me. I just really feel like uh, Sewell's going to go there. I As much as I want to take Jamar Chase there or Pitts if he's still available, just it really w- makes me want to. Everyone wants to take that playmaker. But I just feel like you have to protect Joe Burrow, and that starts with Penny Sewell. Uh, I mean, they could possibly trade up in the first round to hopefully get another playmaker. But that the chances of that are very, very low. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I Panay Sewell, he's going to the Bengals. Nothing much to talk about there. Six spot, uh, Dolphins, Jamar Chase. It's been like this. I'm not going to talk about this much this either. Uh, first 
best, I think he's the best available wide receiver in the draft, and I feel like uh, since Pitts is gone, they should take him. Uh, if Pitts was still available at that sixth spot, I would consider taking Pitts. But you do have Mike Gesicki, and he is a solid top five tight end. And, uh, oh, I mean, their wide receivers are, it's, uh, uh, Will Fuller, and then, uh, oh my gosh. You know, I'm kind of off today, just naming my players. Oh, I forgot his name. Devontae Parker. Yeah, Devontae Parker. They're solid wide receivers, but Jamar Chase, he'll be that another explosive person to help out with, uh, oh, Tua. So, either Jamar Chase or, uh, Kyle Pitts would fit well in that offense. Seventh spot, uh, with the seventh pick, I'm going with Jalen Waddle. He's going to the, uh, Detroit Lions wide receiver from Alabama. Um, so, wa- this was real tough. Waddle has been rated ahead, or, yeah, just ahead of, uh, Smith for a while now. Now, I am seeing Smith starting to build his way up on those mock, on these drafts, but Waddle and a lot of them is still staying up there. Uh, I've, since the beginning, I'm pretty sure I've put Waddle going to the Lions, like, every time. Uh, after getting rid of Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay, you have to get a new wide receiver. You have Brashad Perriman as your wide receiver number one. And he was a wide receiver two for the freaking New York Jets last year, who was terrible. So you've got to get a playmaker, and I would feel so sorry for any... I saw a video of, like, the three good uh, wide receivers uh, who are going to be in the draft, and uh, they were all talking to uh, Calvin Johnson. He's like, well, whoever, whichever one of you guys goes to uh, the Lions, you guys are screwed. It's just because, I mean, the Lions wasted basically Calvin Johnson's career, but I still feel like Jalen Waddle is what the Lions are going to select. I don't know how he'll do with uh, Detroit. I think he'll do pretty well, but need to give Goff some weapons after the loss of Galladay and Jones. Then with the eighth spot, I have the Carolina Panthers selecting Roshan Slater. Uh, it's been like this for a while. He's the tackle for Northwestern. Uh, Panthers need to tackle if Pitts was available there, uh, they would definitely take him. Wouldn't be surprised if they end up trading up for that fourth spot to get Pitts, but I'm not sure. Uh, but Rashawn Slater, he's another really good pick, and uh, I definitely think that he would provide a lot for uh, the Carolina offense. And when Darn- since Darnold is new there, uh, he will definitely... Uh, oh... He will definitely do well and uh, take care of uh, Darnold for you. Then with the ninth spot, I have the uh, Denver Broncos selecting quarterback Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Um, you could go with Micah Parsons here because I know they're really building up on that defense. They've already got Bradley Chubb and uh, <coughs> Von Miller up there. And, I mean, uh, oh... Michael Parsons would be just a perfect fit in a defense. But I just feel like that Trey Lance, you can't pass up on the quarterback at this spot. You could choose either Lance or Mac Jones right there. 
And Trey Lance, in my opinion, is better than Mac Jones, so you just have to take him there. So not nothing much really to talk about more than that. And with the tenth spot, the Dallas Cowboys, I have them selecting cornerback from Alabama, cornerback from Alabama, Patrick Sertain the second. Um, it's been like this for a long time too. They're drafting a cornerback. Nothing much to talk about here. They are drafting Patrick Sertain the second. Um, and then with the eleventh spot, the New York Giants. This was a tough one for me. They there were three options that I really was debating. Debating, Christian Darrisaw from. Virginia Tech, the tackle, uh, Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama, and uh, Micah Parsons, from linebacker from Penn State. All those three would fit perfectly. They do need offensive tackle. They also need a wide receiver after the loss of... Uh, or I mean, they don't need a wide receiver, I guess. Uh, they did lose Golden Tate. They do have Sterling Shepard and Galladay now, but they do need that speedy type of dude. Uh, so, Devontae Smith is who I ended up going with. Uh, I feel like he'll add a great addition to the New York, uh, Giants offense and give Daniel Jones another weapon, and hopefully that offense can start winning some games, uh, in that, uh, regular season so they can hopefully get to the playoffs. And with the 12th spot, I have our first, or my first projected trade, um, yes, I am doing trades in this one. Uh, I have so the Philadelphia Eagles will be drafting here, but I have the Washington Football Team trading up to the 12th spot to select quarterback Mac Jones from Alabama. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots did this as well. It'd just be a matter between whoever offers uh, more or whatever they like more. Uh, but I would. I just really think that the Washington football team is going to be aggressive, and I hope they are, but Patriots are going to be very aggressive as well. But I have the Washington football team trading up for Mac Jones. Uh, They do have Fitzpatrick right now and Taylor Heineke as basically their number one and number two uh, quarterbacks. But uh, you do need a quarterback to fill in because both of those guys are getting pretty old. Heineke's kind of in his middle age it, but Fitzpatrick wouldn't be surprised if he ended up retiring in like the next year after the season. But you do need a quarterback to take over after that. And uh, Tua, he wasn't terrible with Fitzmagic, like kind of uh, mentoring him. But uh, knowing uh, Fitzmagic, he is right. Tua was left, kind of different. And Tua is a little bit of a runner type of dude. But and Mac Jones is a pocket passer, and so is Fitzpatrick. So hopefully, uh, Fitzpatrick, if the Washington football team gets a hold of Mac Jones. Hopefully he can mentor him to become a great quarterback in the NFL. Then with the 13th spot, I have the Los Angeles Chargers selecting Christian Derrissaw tackle from Virginia Tech. It's been like this for me in all of my previous mock drafts. I don't really want to talk about this one. Uh, third best tackle available at that spot. Best available at number 13. So you got to snatch him up right there uh, before he gets taken. And I know it's tempting to, like, draft a uh, playmaker here, such as maybe Kadarius Toney as that wide receiver for you guys because, I mean, Keenan Allen's getting kind of old, and Mike Williams, he's just he's not an amazing second second wide receiver. So Toney would be really good there or Bateman. But uh, Darisaw, you need to protect the young rookie quarterback, so you got to go with him. 
Number the 14th spot, this was kind of tough for me. I have the uh, Minnesota Vikings selecting Elijah Vera Tucker tackle from USC. Uh, I really wanted to put Jalen Phillips here, the edge from Miami, but I just, I know that you can get, there's so many good edges, edge rushers in this draft. I think you can easily get a hold of one in the uh, second round. And it's going to be kind of hard to get some tackles at this at Viking spot in the second round. Uh, Vera Tucker played guard in high school, or sorry, in college at USC. But he, people are, the analysts are saying that he can, he will be able to uh, do both positions in uh, the NFL. So we'll see what happens there. But, uh, the whoever whichever he plays in the NFL, uh, the Vikings are in need in both are in need of both guard and tackle. So we'll see what happens there. Then with the fifteenth spot, I have the Patriots selecting Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Uh, I've had Micah Parsons going here for a while. He is the best linebacker in the draft, in my opinion. Uh, so you got to go with him. He does have a little bit of a character issue, uh, so he's kind of a punk, but. Uh, I just feel like Patriots, Belichick, he can easily, you know, like he doesn't sport that type of stuff. So I think that he can, like the Patriots staff and Bill Belichick can get him to be back to a normal person. So we'll see how that works. And with the 16th spot, I have the uh, Arizona Cardinals selecting J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina. Uh, J.C. Horn has made his way up dramatically in the draft. He was like, I mean, I didn't even know who he was until like like last month, maybe two months ago. I, I don't know. He just, he's made his way up so much. Like in November when, like, or sorry, not November, in early January when the mocks, the mocks were starting, I had not heard of J.C. Horn. And same with February, I just hadn't heard of him. So... Uh, but he is, he's, he's made his way up, he's had amazing pro days, so I really think that, uh, oh, that J.C. Horn is going to be their great fit for, uh, the Cardinals. Then with the 17th spot, I have the, uh, Las Vegas Raiders selecting Tevin Jenkins, tackle from Oklahoma State. This is the guy I really want for the Chiefs to draft, uh, I want to talk about the Chiefs real quick, about this pick. Uh, the Chiefs are comfortable, in my opinion, in probably trading from 18 and uh, below. From the 18th spot and below, or above. Like, from 18 to 31, anywhere in there. I don't know if they're comfortable trading with the Raiders, and knowing the Raiders, that they're in the same division, I don't know if they'd accept an offer from them. But... Uh, Kevin Jenkins going to the Raiders. It was tough for me here. They could have gone with Jeremiah Owusu-Koromo as well, that linebacker from Notre Dame. He's very good as well. And I've had him going there uh, for to the Raiders for a while, but I decided to change it up. Uh, they did lose quite a few tackle or just offensive linemen in general. The Raiders did, so you got to start rebuilding that, and that can start with Kevin Jenkins. And then with the 18th spot, I have the... Miami Dolphins selecting Jalen Phillips, edge rusher from Miami. Uh, the first Miami edge rusher to come out. Uh, I think he is better than Gregory Rousseau. So, uh, I think he'll go before him, and uh, that would be perfect for Miami. Miami, they're going to be a Super Bowl contending team next year coming out of the drafts with 
probably I wouldn't be surprised if I am actually right with them getting Jalen Phillips and uh oh Jamar Chase in this first round. So I definitely think that uh Jalen Phillips would be the way to go for Miami and that he would add a great supporting cast to that defense. And they are in a division with pretty uh I mean they're gonna have Zach Wilson now. Uh, quite possibly quarterback going to the Patriots. I mean, Cam Newton's there, and then Josh Allen. So you got to rush those quarterbacks, and that can start with Jalen Phillips. Um, and then with the 19th spot, this would be where the Washington football team would be drafting. But since that trade, the Eagles are drafting here, and they're going to get a hold of Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota. Not a huge – I mean, it's pretty good for the uh, Eagles. I mean – they aren't going to get Devontae Smith, but they still are going to get the fourth best wide receiver in the draft, and that is Rashad Bateman. He's a really good wide receiver as well, and uh, I'm I mean, I'm glad that the Eagles are getting a wide receiver. All their wide receivers are kind of old. Jalen Rager, he did not like he wasn't he didn't show what he needed to show in his rookie season. So I don't I I don't know how he's going to be in the NFL to come, but uh, Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman from Minnesota, I think that he would be a great uh, supporting role for that wide receiver group. And uh, we'll see how far uh, the Eagles get if they have him. Then the 20th spot, uh, the Chicago Bears select uh, Elijah Moore, wide receiver from Mississippi. I'm not really going to talk about the wide receivers here. I have with the 21st spot the uh, Colts selecting Kadarius Toney, wide receiver from Florida. So both uh, wide receivers back-to-back. Uh, both are really good. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Bears take Kadarius Toney and then the Colts take Elijah Moore. It's just whoever whoever the Bears draft decides on who Colts draft, basically. They're, I don't think that they'll draft anyone else than wide receiver because those are both – both of them are – both wide or wide receivers is both of the team's biggest needs, so biggest need and priority, so they gotta go with wide receivers. In the twenty second spot I have the uh Tennessee Titans selecting Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. Now Caleb Farley, he has made his way down the draft as well. He was like projected to go to the Broncos for a while, then Broncos uh they got re re signed Justin Simmons and oh they signed uh Kyle Fuller, so they're good on that secondary and their defense is really good right now. Uh, so they're not going to get a cornerback there. And Farley has had some real bad character issues as well, just like Parsons, and that's the reason why they have fallen a little bit. So, uh, But I still think Farley is going to be a real good cornerback in, in the NFL. So uh, I think uh, the Titans will snag him up at 22. Then with the 23rd spot, I have the New York Jets selecting Cody Pay, edge rusher from Michigan. Uh, not a bad pick here, in my opinion. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Quiddy Pay goes here. That's another one of those picks I'm really, like, confident about. And, uh, yeah, the Jets need to build up some more on that defensive lineman, or that defensive line. I mean, they could use a, uh, running back in the first round, but they can get one in the second round. And, uh, they could use, like, some more wide receivers, but I think that they're good on that wide receiving position, and they can easily get one in the second round. But uh, Quiddy Pay, best one, best edge available right here in my opinion. So I think you got to snatch him up. With the twenty-fourth spot, I have the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers selecting uh, running back from Alabama, Najee Harris. Now I usually I do not like drafting running backs in the first round, but since Jacksonville or sorry uh, Miami and uh, the uh, 
Jets are at that number two and three spot at that second round. I I just feel like that they could easily snatch up both uh, uh, Harris and oh Etn e- uh, both right there. So we'll see what happens uh, with the Steelers. They could draft uh, go with like offensive line here, but I just feel like Najee Harris. You got to go with them, and you can get an offensive lineman in the second round. Then with the twenty fifth bit. Or spots. <laughs> I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Trayvon Morig or Mayrig, Morig, Mayrig, I don't know. Safety from TCU. Uh he best safety in the draft. You gotta go with them here. Uh they aren't in need of a safety. And uh uh Trevon Morig, he's just the way to go. Uh he would add a great addition to that secondary uh, for Jacksonville, and they did sign uh, Shaquille Griffin. So uh, you already are starting to build in that secondary, but you can also get another great play- player with Trevor Morg. Uh, with the 26th spot, I have the Cleveland Browns selecting Jeremiah Owusu-Kormo, linebacker from Notre Dame. Uh, like I said earlier, I think the uh, Raiders could have taken him, but... Uh, or the Washington football team if they wouldn't have traded up. But uh, he's just too good to pass up, you know, at that linebacker spot. I know that the uh, Browns are wanting, like, an edge rusher or a defensive, uh, like, inner defensive lineman as well. Uh, but I just feel like Jeremiah Usu-Kormoa, you can't pass up on this dude. Uh, there's not a lot of really, really good Tier 1 linebackers like that in the second round. And there are with, uh, like, edge rushers. Like I said, there are very good edge rushers in the draft, so you can easily get one in that second round. I just feel like uh, you got to go with Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa here. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what the Browns do uh, with that 26 spot, but I think that they're going to draft the linebacker from Notre Dame, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. And then with the 27th spot, I have the Baltimore Ravens selecting wide receiver out of LSU. Terrence Marshall Jr. Terrence Marshall Jr. He has made his way up the draft board. Uh, he was projected to probably be like a second or like late second or early third round pick, like when the mock draft started. But then after his pro day, he had a really good pro day, and he's made his way up really far. Uh, he's a bigger type of wide receiver, and uh, that's really what the uh, Ravens are in need of, that type of pass catcher and. Uh, I mean, they did sign Sammy Watkins. He's probably going to be your number three or number two wide receiver. And then you also got Hollywood Brown. Not not terrible wide receivers, but I think Terrence Marshall can do the job. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, Baltimore trades up maybe to get, like, Elijah Moore, Kadarius Toney, or uh, Rashad Bateman in that early 20s. But I just feel like if you stay here, you got to go with Terrence Marshall Jr. Then with the 28th spot, I have the... Uh, New Orleans Saints selecting Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback from Florida State. Not going to talk about this one super much just because uh, the Saints are, they do need a cornerback. uh, And Asante Samuel, he's probably fourth best in my opinion in the draft. But so you got to, you got to take him there. Uh, I wouldn't take a linebacker at that 28 spot or a wide receiver. There's no really good wide receivers left. And I mean, they have Michael Thomas still there, but. Who knows what will happen. 
Then with the 29th spot, I have the uh, Green Bay Packers selecting Rondell Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. This guy has also made his way down the uh, draft board. He he was supposed to be like a top five wide receiver, but then he just like kind of crashed. I think his pro day didn't go too well, so he just he wasn't uh, he hasn't been projected to go as high lately. But he still is a really good uh, speedy wide receiver, and I do think that that's what the uh, Green Bay Packers need. It'll take a little bit of a, the attention away from. Uh, uh, Devontae Adams, but you still you need a wide, secondary wide receiver. You do have uh, Valquez Scantling and Lazard, but Lazard is kind of is he's kind of bad and uh oh Scant Scantling he's I mean he's a pretty good secondary wide receiver, but you got to get a good another really good wide receiver and you can start there with Rondo Moore. And then with the uh, 30th spot, I have the Buffalo Bills selecting Christian Barmore, defensive lineman from Alabama. Uh, yeah, uh, Christian Barmore, he probably could go higher. Some people have ranked him to go, like, ranked him top 15 or top 20, and I just think that's outrageous for a defensive lineman to go that early. Uh, it's To me, it's running backs and defensive, like, inner defensive linemen that you don't draft early in the first round. Uh, so that's why I had such a tough decision with the, oh, the Steelers. And this one was another one, tough one, but I just feel like Christian Barmore is that best available defensive lineman <clears throat> available there. And, I mean, you could go with Gregory Rousseau or any of those other edge rushers or Levi Owuzu. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Uh, from Washington, but I just feel like Christian Barmore is the next available player right there. And they want the 31st spot. I have the Kansas City Chiefs selecting Dylan Redunce from uh, North Dakota State. He is a tackle. Um, so I do, you'll have to see what happens in the second round with the Chiefs. I do have some pretty major stuff going on in there. But, uh, I just feel like you you could draft an edge rusher here because there are a lot of good edge rushers. But I just feel like that you got to get a tackle because you're going to end up running out of tackles pretty fast in the early second round. So uh, Jalen Mayfield, Samuel Cosme, and Dylan Reddins, and uh, oh Liam Eichenberg, those are probably my top four tackles to go there. Uh, so either one of them I would be pretty happy with, but... Uh, Red Oons, he had a really good pro day in a really, really good senior bowl. So, I just feel like Red Oons, I feel like uh, Chiefs can help him become a better uh, tackle. In, and hopefully he can evolve into that number one right tackle or left tackle for the Chiefs. And then with the final pick in the first round, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I have them selecting Elijah Molden, safety from Washington. Uh, I mean, it was kind of tough deciding here. I mean, the Buccaneers are, do not need anyone. They, I could see them drafting a the running back, but they just signed Fournette, and they still have Ronald Jones. So, uh, and I mean, quarterback, they're fine with. They they can get one in the second round. Uh, all offensive linemen and uh Wide receivers are good. I mean, the front seven of their defense is amazing. 
So is their secondary, but the only bad part they have is probably their safeties and one of their cornerbacks. Uh, so, yeah, why not draft a safety here and, I mean, get them back in the Super Bowl race? Not that I want them to, but, you know. So, yeah, that concludes of my uh, mock draft 2.0. Uh, now, just real quick, I'm going to talk a little bit about the uh, Chiefs in their drafts because in their draft position just because I'm a Chiefs fan, you know. Uh, so it it is kind of tough here. Uh, I know that the Chiefs, they do have Rimmers, and he really kind of played – he played – he, he kind of played – this is a risk of me saying this. He kind of played well in the regular season. But – and, I mean, they do have Lucas Niang there. He opted out of this season. He's the third-round pick we had. Uh, but I just don't know because – I can't trust uh, Rimmers after what he did in the Super Bowl. I can't trust him anymore. And I also can't trust Lucas Niang because I haven't seen him play yet. So, it all depends on what, uh, like, how well they do, like, in practice. But that's not going to happen before the draft. So, I feel like the safe way to go is going with a tackle, and that's Dylan Reddins. Uh, just because you have to get a tackle uh, I mean, you. I'm. I'm going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on edge or tackle, edge or tackle, edge or tackle. I'm throwing in linebacker and cornerback in that position as well. But uh, I just, I, I just keep on thinking of the Super Bowl and how badly, like the Buccaneers did that. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Buccaneers are back in the Super Bowl again. And same with us. So if we do want, if we want to have even a chance to beat the. Buccaneers, we have to build an offensive lineman. And, uh, yeah, I think that we have to get them. And then uh, stay tuned for my second-round mock pick to see who the Chiefs draft and all the other teams. But, yeah, that will conclude of today's uh, mock draft. Uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in today and listening to this podcast. Uh, like I said, Brody, he will be with me after the uh, draft, and we'll be doing a review over it. So will I, myself, in an individual podcast, and also have some other guests on the show coming up after the draft. And like I said, Royals, I'm going to start talking about probably more, and some fantasy. Uh, I'm still, I still really need to finish my Breakout or Bust 2021 or 2022 season, whatever. And uh, I'll get that done t- soon, and I'll have the uh, second round out as well sometimes. So, yeah, thank you all for tuning in today. And I will see you next time on the Biggie Sports Talk. See you guys.